Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality with mind mastery, emotional management, and meditation. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey, ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode, where I hope I am finding you intuitively connected. And if you're not intuitively connected, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. I really feel that if we are not intuitively connected, our transformation is slow and grueling if it it happens at all. I think the more we can do different activities to get connected to our intuition, the better off we're going to be, the, the lighter the path is going to be, the faster we're going to make growth spurts, and the more powerful of a creator we're going to become. Who doesn't want that? So in this episode, I want to give a couple of examples that have helped me tremendously in connecting intuitively. Just the other day, Amy and I were talking, I had done a couple of readings for some people in our Facebook group, and I say a little prayer to connect to that person. So let's say I was connecting to Amy, I would say, you know, thank you for this opportunity. I'm asking to connect intuitively to Amy's energy and to give her a reading that is going to benefit her on her spiritual path, um, allowing only positive guidance to happen during this reading. And if I have a question, if she's, if she's given me a topic or a question that I might say, she, you know, um, allow me to connect intuitively regarding Amy and her work and giving me some guidance through these cards in which can help her. You can do something like that in your, in your daily meditation is just asking for guidance, asking for signs, asking to be shown the way. But before we dive into those different activities that you can do to connect and to strengthen your intuition, I want to go over what I call the clairs. The clairs are the different ways that you will receive information from your intuition, from spirit, from God from source energy, from your higher self. Now, when I first started becoming intuitive, and I really, I wasn't born with it, I don't have some really cool um, uh, story that you know I've always been intuitive or I could hear my you know ancestors talking to me or anything like that. I wish I did, but I don't. Um, I do have some really cool stories as it relates to connecting, I just didn't know what I was doing. One of the, the ways that I connect the strongest is claircognizant. That is just a knowing. That is like a gut feeling, but you, or, well, it's, it, I don't want to get it confused with clairsentient because that's feeling and that's a sensation, a feeling, like a gut feeling. Claircognizant is I just know this is a bad idea. It is more mindful, it's more mental, um, but it is, it is just this is the right decision. It's like that. Clairsentient is it feels good to go in this direction versus this direction. It just feels better to choose this over this. And uh, there's lots of different activities you can do, um, which I'm not going to get into in this episode, but different activities that you can, you can put yourself in to elicit these communications with, from your higher self. Uh, one of the very popular ones is clairaudient, which is hearing and clairvoyance, which is seeing. Clairaudient, um, I do get that one. I do get that one as well. 
when I am working with somebody and I'm doing some energy work with them, energy coaching, and I'm with them in person, this one comes out pretty strong. This one and um, clairvoyance for me in the scene, in the mind's eye, is being able to see this person or interact with this person. And But clairaudient is probably the strongest. I, I hear conversations, I hear something, I, hear, I can hear their thoughts. It's not like literally I tune into a radio and I hear every single thought they're having. But I do hear certain thoughts that become very pronounced. I was doing a coaching um, just this last year. We went to our expos and I was doing a coaching with this woman and I was walking her through this activity, this, uh, I'm sorry, like this mindful um, visualization activity. And um, I was walking her through for something very specific. And all of a sudden the words came out that I can't believe it. And it just, I just heard as if she literally just said them out loud. And I opened my eyes, she opens her eyes. I said, did you just say, I can't believe it? And you should have seen her face. Like she just, like her eyes and her, her mouth just dropped. And she was just like, well, I said it in my visual. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I just heard you. And um, so, so it comes out like that. Now there's also times where I'm not working energetically and I will hear a warning. I will hear... Uh, turn left or, or slow down, um, I will hear something like, don't do that again. We were at a water park, an indoor water park, and me and my, my two sons were up playing in the big structure, and I had run through like this play structure, and I kind of ducked down under this, you know, this bar. Like a, You're kind of like crawling. It's all these different heights and stuff, and I had like ducked down and immediately heard, don't do that again. And... Um, as if somebody literally was standing next to me. It was kind of a man's voice. And it was like somebody who was standing right next to me said, don't do that again. And I didn't have to look around. Like it wasn't shocking to me. But anyway, so I'd gone down this water slide and I went back up and I, I heard it. I heard it plain as day. I heard the warning, but I did not listen to it. I did it again and my back completely seized up. I was in pain literally for the next two weeks solid without being able to bend my, my core at all. Uh, it was excruciating pain. It was probably the first 15 minutes we got to the water park. I was very, very upset with myself that I didn't heed the warning. So when, when you figure out uh, the four clairs, let me tell you again, clairaudient, it's just like audio, clairaudient is hearing, clairvoyant, think of like, voy, uh, like voyeurism is seeing or looking, that's seeing clairsentient, your senses is feeling, a sen uh, like a sensation, and claircognizant, that is like, um, your uh, cognizant is your knowing. So one of the things you can do is figure out which one is your strongest. You may know already, and you may teeter-totter between a few different ones. If you are a woman listening to this, you probably know which ones are yours because it's probably more of a natural feeling a natural instinct that you get when especially if you're a mother it tends to heighten when you have kids because now you have young to keep track of and to keep safe but you may already know if you don't know if you have no idea like in, in my instance I have a couple different ways that I can trigger a certain intuitive connection to come through depends on what I'm doing or what I'm trying to accomplish but Amy let's say doesn't really like at this point does not really connect easily intuitively she stays very much in her head. So when we're trying to connect her, she might get more of a feeling than she does any of the other Claire's. So with you, 
If you don't have one, I suggest trying to do a couple of different activities, which we'll talk about right now, and try to figure out which ones might be yours, which ones might be your best or your easiest to use. One of the very first things that, and you probably know what's coming, but one of the very first things that I would highly recommend if you're trying to connect and trying to strengthen your intuition is to be quiet. I spend pretty much all day long talking and it's not because anybody's with me. It's just that's how I stay clear in what I'm doing. I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'm a public speaker. I talk a lot. I literally talk all day long. I'm constantly talking to myself. I'm sorting things out. It's my creative ability to communicate with myself, but keeping my mind clear. Because as soon as I stop talking out loud, my mind starts to wander and I get, I get overwhelmed very easily. So in this instance, what I like to do is do this on purpose. I light some incense, I get grounded, I get out my mala beads, and I just get quiet. I turn everything down. I make sure that I've walked the dogs or ran them in the backyard so they're quiet, and I just listen. I listen to the hums of the appliances that are around me. If it's warm and sunny outside, I would listen to the leaves rustling or the birds singing, and I really focus on something that is quiet. Now, if I can't quiet my mind, if I have a hard time with that, I will put on some music that is specific with a couple of different sounds like nature music where there's water fountain or there's birds or there's wind or something and I will focus on one of the sounds. With practice, this becomes easier and easier. And if it's something that you could set a goal to say, I'm gonna do this 10 times this week and I'm going to do it for five or seven minutes each time, you are going to notice big differences by the end of the week, that you are way stronger, easier to get there, a lot calmer, a lot more peaceful. But in this instance, in this episode, what we're trying to uh, accomplish is getting our intuition to speak to us through that silence. So it really is about turning your mind off, turning off the mental chatter. And if you understand that there's two ways that you receive communication, one way is you doing the talking or someone talking to you, okay? That's like this verbal mental communication back and forth. That's either you communicating or someone communicating to you. The other way is the outer, the other energies that are, that we can't see, that are, um, that we can call all kinds of things that are bigger and broader than us. Um, God, source energy, universal love, intelligence, your subconscious, anything, your instinct, your intuition, anything that you want to call that, it communicates with you. So there's lots of ways to communicate, right? I mean, it's a very broad topic, but if we're wanting our intuition to communicate, to get stronger, we actually have to shut down the mental communication so we can hear. And when I say hear, I don't mean just clear audience. I mean basically so we can receive that communication. If we are not paying attention, that's the next one. We have to pay attention. We have to know, we have to, we have to get into this space that says, okay, I'm ready. I'm setting the intention. I'm ready to broaden my, and deepen my connections and my communication with my source. And in order to do that, I need to be quiet. So I'm going to set this timer. I'm going to be quiet. I'm just going to listen. Maybe you'll ask a question. Maybe you'll ask a question regarding whatever, something broad, something not, it doesn't matter. It could be, it could literally be anything you could do. Tell me what my middle name is. 
Um, tell me the something that maybe you could find out the answer, but maybe you don't know the answer. Uh, let's say it's, um, what is my great-grandfather's middle name? And then just wait for the answer. Don't try to chase it with your mental energy. As you practice this, you will understand the difference between communication that you are receiving from something outside of you and your mental communication as if you were guessing at an answer. Practice there. Spend some time in that space understanding the difference, the differences in what I created mentally and what something else is telling me. That was one of the very first powerful, so powerful uh, experiences for me when I really started to work on my connection intuitively and open up that channel to receive those messages. Amy and I used to spend these kind of, med we, I would get in this meditative state and we would have a list of questions and or conversation that we wanted to have and answers that we are seeking. And I would get into this meditative state. We would clear the energy. We would um, set the intention. And as I'm connecting, it would there two things would happen at the same time. Claire, uh, Claire sentient, no, I'm sorry, Claire voyance. So I would see a, a figure and it would be different every time. The type of figure would be different. And I would be clairaudient. So now I'm seeing this figure and hearing this communication. Like the figure didn't always move its mouth, but I could definitely see a placement. I could see memories. Uh, like if we were asking about, um, let's say, I don't know, uh, uh, something that happened to the, someone that we're talking about or trying to get answers, something that happened to them when they were young. Obviously, we were not born yet. We were not there, but we're trying to get some clarification. And I could see a new scene and then I could hear the, the source energy speaking to me and answering questions as if somebody else came into the room. So my clairvoyance and my clairaudient uh, is very, very strong. So in practicing, you will, you will, maybe you'll open just one and that will just be it. It's clairvoyance and that's it. That's all you get. Um, maybe you'll be able to practice different things to open up all four of them. That's okay. Whatever, whatever feels right to you. Um, but definitely paying attention. So doing these things on purpose allows you to set the intention and to know and to communicate with the universe that you're ready. You're ready to receive knowledge. You're ready to receive guidance. You're ready to receive healing or releasing. All of this can help you to just, just with the intention alone to help you to strengthen that receiving of knowledge. Another is to consult your gut. Here's, here's a, really, a really fun exercise to do. Let's, take your, let's say you're trying to get a new job and you could do this with anything um, and everything really. Let's say you're trying to get a new job and you've been, you've applied at a couple of jobs and you've had, let's say, two interviews, job A and job B. So what you do is you stand up and you are, you are facing a wall, so you're standing up and you have some space to kind of take a couple of steps, okay? So you're standing and you say, I accept job A and you step forward physically in the physical realm. You take a step forward and then you feel how your body feels. Does that feel like a good idea? And then you can say, I decide not to take job A and step back and then feel how your body feels. You can do this back and forth until one of them feels better. So then you say, okay, I decide I'm not taking the job. And then you could go on to job B and do the same thing. You can also combine the two 
and say, when I step forward, I'm accepting job A. When I step backwards, I'm accepting job B. Now this can go with anything, choices of who to date, jobs to take, ways to spend your money, um, what to eat. You can do this with anything. And this is a very fun way to explore different things. And it's a lot of fun because you can do it with simple things and then you can test your knowledge. So let's say, um, uh, I wanna give a really good, I wanna give a really good example here that, um, that would be, that would be a lot of fun. Hang on, let me let me think of something. Let's say let's say you you it's about a movie. I can't decide between movie A or movie B, and I'm going to I'm going to choose movie A because I want. So my intention is I want the most amount of fun. So you have to set your intention with all of these. Like, what is your intent? Because each job you choose, each mo movie you go to is going to create an experience. So what is it that you're after? I'm after having the most joy, the most fun, the most freedom in a job. I want the most, the deepest connections that I could possibly have. Would that be job A or job B? Okay, so there's like your intention. Now let's just do a simple one, and I, and I would encourage you to practice this, is a movie. Which movie is going to incur the most amount of positive emotions? Let's just say, movie A or movie B? Then let's say you go through that whole process and you, you choose movie B. So you get your coat on, you get your shoes on, you grab your, your girl, your guy, your dog, whatever, and you go off to that movie. And then you journal how you felt. How did it go? Did it incur a lot of emotions? Then let's say you make, you, you make your list of, you give it three stars if it was like, wow, it was such high emotion, it was so amazing, I feel so positive, so empowered, so wonderful. Okay, you make a note. Now you, to test it, you would now go see movie A and see and compare which one incurred the most positive emotions. I'm sure you could come up with a better example than that, um, but I do think that playing around with it is going to help you to trust your intuition. It's just like any other relationship. The more trust there is, the better the relationship is going to be. The more open, the more honest, the more deep that connection is, the more attempts you make to try to connect, the stronger the connection is going to be. <clears throat> Another thing you can do is using your journal. You can ask and then listen. Now sometimes I can use a journal and I can get answers right away, but I don't always trust it. So you'll find which ones are going to work best for you. You can still ask the question, but what you could do is you could ask and then wait for the sign to show up. Or you could journal and just let the, let the source energy move through you, through the pencil, onto the paper. So these are just a lot of fun ways to practice opening your intuition and guiding you to a stronger relationship between you and your higher self. If this is something that you would like to go deeper on, we talk about this all the time in our sister calls. Our sister calls are $11 a call. If this is something you would love to have the support in while you try to strengthen and work towards that connection with your higher self, then I highly encourage you to join our Lady Rising Facebook group. It's a private group where our calls, we talk about our calls, we, we help support each other. We're building a community of women who are empowered and help support each other on their spiritual journey. So you can look us up, make sure that in the member questions, you tell us you came in through the podcast so I know where my people are coming from. I hope you'll join us. I hope you'll continue on your spiritual journey and continue to strengthen your intuitive powers.
If you like this episode and look forward to future episodes, please consider making a small monthly donation to help support this podcast. If you are looking for a community to join and have more access to me, then consider one of the following platforms. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. Lady Rising is a sistership community where the focus is on spiritual support and connection. We hold monthly calls and talk about topics such as today's episode. We also have an online store where you can meet your meditation and chakra needs with products for your journey. You can visit us at www.themeditationroomtc.com. Thank you for joining me and being a valued listener.